0: Welcome to Digital Marketing Happy Hour, a podcast about marketing, technology, and life. In this episode, we're going to tell you a story all about how our life got flipped, turned upside. Actually, no, that's a different story, but take a minute and sit right there. This is episode number 35. We're going to tell you how it all began, and it starts right now.
1: Digital Marketing Happy Hour is brought to you by Araxum, your resource for marketing and technology. For more information, go to araxum.com. That's A-R-A-X-A-M.com.
0: So this is a happy hour, and what happy hour is complete without a few beverages? Ryan, what are you drinking this week?
1: You know, the holiday season is great. It's a festive time. I get into it. Our family gets into it. And when it comes to drinks, I'm not changing to what I had last week, which was the uh, Dunder and Blixum. It's a winter ale. It's brewed locally in uh, Big Storm Brewery in Clearwater, Florida. I love it. I've been, you know, consuming it uh, as we get closer and closer to Christmas. And we'll continue probably through the new year. Uh, I even had a nice little picture on Instagram. Go check it out. Ryan Smith FLA of my winter ale. And I had a nice little elf glass. A Little Will Ferrell, kind of funny, so go check that out. What are you drinking, Chris?
0: Very nice, very nice. Well, you know, I'm a creature of habit too, but what's interesting about doing this podcast now, and obviously I have an affinity for craft beer, but ever since we've started producing this show, I now get people reaching out to me on LinkedIn and Twitter and things like that saying, hey, have you tried this? Or hey, have you have you had an opportunity to sample that before? Which is always kind of cool because it gives me an opportunity to try new beer. This week, I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA because it's a Christmas beer and we are in the
1: Christmas spirit. Well, now that we have our beverages in hand, taking our first drink, let's get started. He's Chris Casale. I'm Ryan Smith. Thank you for joining us this week on the Digital Marketing Happy Hour. If you're new to our podcast, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, thank you. And if you continue to find value in the podcast, would you please leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever platform you listen to this podcast on. So
0: in this episode, as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to tell you a little bit about our story. And this actually came about because Ryan and I have had a blast this year producing Digital Marketing Happy Hour, and we've had some fantastic guests on. And one of the things we were talking about recently is how when we bring a guest on the show, right before we hit the record button, we kind of give them a little bit of our story, our background, who the audience for the show is. And we've realized we've never actually recorded that. We've never actually shared that. So given that it's the holidays, we thought we would come up with a lighter episode, give you a little bit about our background, our stories, how we met and sort of what our passions are and why we do Digital Marketing Happy Hour.
1: So about 10 years ago, in Tampa, Florida, Chris and I started began working in the same tech department. I was on the digital strategy side of things, and then Chris, the Martech specialist, he is was on that side. But what was funny about where we worked were Chris and I definitely needed to depend on each other with coming up with strategies and then platforms to make it all work together. But the funny thing was, we never sat next to each other. We didn't. We were actually kind of on two different sides of the building. And I think for the first month or so, I don't even know if we talked, uh, did we? I don't know. Maybe maybe a hello across the... Maybe I, a know,
0: I think the most conversation or interaction we had that first month is I used to wear Yankee gear and you would wear raise gear from time to time. So it might've been some baseball trash
1: talk, but that's about it. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. I just talk, see Yankees, just talk smack. I mean, that's, you know, see ball, hit ball, you know, see Yankee shirt, talk smack. That's just how it works, right? So that's how it started. And then after a while... And Chris, I think you kind of say this better than I do. We were just kind of like, maybe we should kind of have a a meeting and and, and get together and talk about how we want to, you know, create these marketing strategies and actually make them work. You know, it's interesting at the time
0: that uh, we started there and I, I started there in January of 2011. So at the time that I started, Martech wasn't a thing. The The phrase didn't exist. I was just a technology person, right? A software developer primarily focused on the web side of things. And because of that, they, they put me in the marketing department, which made sense because the web is a marketing component. But it was interesting because I didn't quite fit in with all the the you know, the engineers, the software developers that were writing the core products. And the marketing team at that time was still transitioning out of like more of the traditional marketing stuff and i think we were the first that you know you had ideas of you know i want to do a blog i want to do more digital ad spend i want to be able to do these other things and so we would always end up having these side conversations well you know hey i'm i'm thinking of implementing hubspot how how could we do that and then we would have these sidebar conversations and it was funny cuz you're right you sat on the third floor of the building i was down on the first floor so it was an effort to like you know, go see each other and have these conversations. And I think after a team meeting, we were finally like, this is stupid because we've got a lot of stuff we need to figure out.
1: Not only were on the first floor, I think you're in an area that we called the cave. Yes.
0: Yeah. The dungeon.
1: The the dungeon. So just (laughs) there's your visual. And it was a three story building. And so on the third floor and uh, and they put Chris in, you know, no lights in the cave, cold, wet, damp.
0: I sat with all the other developers, and they—they they don't like the fluorescent lights, so we sat in the dark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still never, never get that. I tell you what, though—that's one thing. God bless software developers, because we wouldn't be anywhere we are in this world without them. But they're just—I love them, but they're a unique creature. It's a unique bunch, software developers, and you can see them coming a mile away, yeah, especially in social settings. You know, it's—you know—I
0: feel like I, I can th- say that too, as a former software developer. But it—it it, it is a quirky bunch, and I've always felt like. I kind of fit, but not really. And I mean, you meet some characters uh, doing some, some engineering work for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it was just, it, it, it just different. And so we, we did that experience. And then Chris and I, we both went our own separate ways. We left that company and we left, but we always stayed in touch. And the great thing about that was, where would we meet? Someplace central located. And guess what? It was some sort of bar. And so we would go and stay in touch and we would talk, we would, you know, shoot the shits, drink some beers, talk some sports, talk some smack and then always talk some sort of marketing related. Whatever the business was going on that we were working with our clients and we would just break down and learn from each other. What what were each other doing in our current business role that was working and what wasn't working? What did you try? And so we would just start trading sort of like these, you know, things that were working. It, it was definitely a networking, but, it, you know, in the sense of, you know, maybe if a coworker came that we currently, you know, in our new job, you would network and meet somebody new from, you know, Chris's company or, you know, vice versa. But it was really just talking about marketing. And of course, like anything, after you have a few beverages and you think you sound fantastic and, you know, train us, you know, have a few beers and like, you know, we, we should record this. We should try this. And it really didn't happen for quite a while.
0: No, it took us a while to get moving. And it's still a bit of a surreal feeling to think that anybody listens to the two of us. But you know, let this be a lesson to our listeners, because I think one of the interesting things about it is in order to get motivated and to get started and to, to you know, launch whatever initiative you've got in your head, right? whether it's a company, whether it's a product you want to build, whether it's a service we tend to devalue our own knowledge. Like we just sort of assume that if we know it, other people must know it as well. And I can tell you firsthand from the experience that Ryan and I have had, that is absolutely not the case. We would be talking about marketing stuff and solving problems that we couldn't find on Google or other places because other people weren't tackling them at the time. And it was shortly after, I think our first year away from the company that we, through a mutual friend, we, were, we had the opportunity to present to the business owners, small business owners at the ECC in Ybor City, which is the Entrepreneurial Collaborative Center. Most city and county jurisdictions have a center like this now. It's basically you know a, an incubator. It's a place where they bring the businesses together and pair them up with expertise, show them what resources the county has. And we got asked to do a series of marketing events there. And we produced, do you remember our days of doing Google slides for that, Ryan. I think we did one on SEO, one on email marketing, one on social media. And we were trying to put together a bunch of content going, I I don't
1: know, what do people need to know? Yeah. That was, yeah. And and that started it, right? And we started realizing, okay, so you you know your product, you know your service, you have no idea how to get started. You know, you're having a hard time spelling SEO. Like, and it's no offense because we we run into these people all the time. And that's, I think for us, it kind of opened our eyes to, all right. So we can do this and we enjoyed the uh, the, the, the the teaching, right? Getting up in, in front of these small business owners, taking on their questions. And we thought, you think you're coming in with this sort of basic, you know, when you start teaching, what you think is basic and beginner level, really to some audiences, it was an intermediate and to a certain extent, even advanced. So when you start gauging that audience, we started realizing, okay, there's maybe A bigger markets, no pun intended, for you know people having to understand, and especially the gig economy was just breaking out then. So I think even more so now, people have to have a better understanding of digital marketing. So you and I, we did a few Saturdays, uh, several getting up in the morning, going out to Ybor City, which is in uh, East Tampa, and you know presenting. And I think we just getting those questions. It was like okay. And, and it was fun. I think we both, we had a great time doing that, it, but still we didn't record anything
0: uh, no. yet at that time. It was a great first experience. Great getting off the ground. Do you remember the group of art individuals we spoke to <laughs> one Saturday? <laughs> so this is actually a funny story. So Ryan and I did a series of five trainings at the ECC on different marketing topics. And most of the people in attendance were either small business owners or individuals working for agencies that needed more information on that topic. And the interesting thing about that audience is that they were very polite. Occasionally they would ask a question, but it was very rare. Most of the time they would hang back after the you know after we finished the training and they would, you know, walk over to Ryan or myself and ask us a bunch of questions and give us a business card and things like that. And you know, the training always went very, very smooth. Well, one Saturday morning, we volunteered to teach, you know, a web presence class to these artists, essentially. And, you know, we went in there with a lot of the same material and they didn't understand any. I remember at one point I was talking about SEO. And, you know, while I was talking, Ryan was kind of scanning the audience and he stopped me in the middle of it. He goes, What's SEO, Chris? And I had to stop for a minute and go, Oh, yeah, I guess I need to explain that. And I, I will tell you though. <laughs> As much as that was nerve wracking at the time, I feel like I learned so much from that experience.
1: Yeah, I actually forgot about that story. That truly was a, what is SEO? I mean, that's where we got to. So that's kind of where this whole thing started. And again, Chris and I would meet, have a couple drinks, and that's where this whole premise came from of digital marketing happy hour. Chris and I were living it. And I'm sure a lot of you do the same thing when you're not quarantined or on lockdown and, and when places get or open again, that's something that you'll be doing as well. So Chris and I, would meet, have these drinks, and things would just start to roll. And the biggest joke, we were like, we should be recording this. We should be, you know. And then came around 2016. And I only remember it's 2016 because that's the last time the Summer Olympics were going on. And you and I started actually recording. But what we didn't have a name for it then. It was just this, this marketing podcast. And we started talking about uh, the member of the Olympics. The funny thing was, I think we kind of got in our own way, and we never actually produced those recordings. We recorded probably, I think, five or six, and that was, I think, our own life lesson all these years later, was looking back that, you know, sometimes you just have to get started and keep going with it, even as you're sort of figuring it out. And Brene Brown has one of these great sayings that I love, done is better than perfect. And for us, we were looking more for perfect. And so we created these episodes. We started this back in 2016 and it never got started. And of course, now we look back, well, you know, five years later, just about five years later, if we kept going, you know, as podcasting has just absolutely erupted, you know, where would we be today? So that is kind of sums up, you know, you know a little bit about where we were. And, you know, kind of where we are now. And I think all these years later from when Chris and I met, which by the way, we're coming up here on 10 years, because I started in that company, I think, February, or maybe the end of January, it was right around the same time right. as as you when we first met. And now we have so many more stories. And we were had the opportunity to speak with these entrepreneurs and small business owners in this part of Tampa. And since then, we've kind of gone on and and being able to meet with different people. And then I, me personally, I had an opportunity to start teaching online to individuals that were in North Africa. They were in uh, mostly you know, Eastern Europe and in Asia. And I had a great experience doing all that. And through that, an opportunity came and said, hey, Ryan, we have this group of people. And I was working for this company called Edupristine, who has since sold to DeVry, of all places edupristine based out of Mumbai. And I had the opportunity to then go to Dubai a couple times and speak, and also had the opportunity to go to Damam, Saudi Arabia, for a huge uh, multinational corporation there. And it was really interesting. And and if you've listened to this podcast long enough, one of the things you'll hear me say a lot, and I'll continue to, is, is the saying that our cultures are different when you talk about around the world. I mean, in the USA, there's there's cultures that are different. But definitely around the world, cultures are different, but our problems are the same. When it comes to you know, your business, the problems that we come across are building your brand, driving revenue, getting leads. Everybody has that issue. So we come with sort of this background of being able to talk to people of all different types from all over the world. And I and I bring the world up because one thing that Chris and I, I think has not to speak on your behalf but it's kind of pleasantly surprised you know blown us away is we have reached 50 different countries including the USA with this podcast and that is something i don't think we ever anticipated when we launched this podcast was to be able to have a platform where we can be us and if somebody listens to us that's you know that's great we hope so but if no one did hey we're having a good time doing this as well and and we've had the opportunity to interview and have some amazing people on this podcast that I hope you go back and you get a chance to uh, to listen to from all over the world. So through this, we I think we're both just extremely grateful that we have reached so many different places. And I think that's another reason why it kind of hammers uh, the point home of, you know, when it comes to business, our problems are the same. As Chris said, you know, we hear from you on social media. And I would say LinkedIn is probably one of the biggest areas we have because of the social platform that it is centered around business. And people want to know a lot about content marketing. They want to know a lot about the analytics. How do you measure? How do you even create? I know I need a plan. I've heard I need a plan. You know, we had a guest, Jason Osborne, who talked a lot about, you know, marketing strategy. We take into account your feedback but where it started from, I think is important, is just two guys who used to work together, who would then meet up for happy hour and just talk and talk shop and talk about what's going on. And so that is sort of the premise of how digital marketing happy hour came about. And it's great and it's going strong and we will definitely keep this keep this train going.
0: Yeah, I'm actually glad you shared the story of us attempting to record back in 2016. It was six episodes, and I know that because I've still got the files in my Dropbox folder. And, uh, you know, I've heard the expression as perfect as the enemy have done. I think that's a, a great example, right? We we got in our own way, right? We got nervous. We didn't know if anybody would listen to it, and we didn't publish it. And it took a global pandemic for us to come back to the table and say, hey, we've been talking about doing this. Let's Let's actually do it. And there is a sense of vulnerability when you start publishing your own stuff. But it it really, I think grateful is the word you used. And I would second that. I'm truly grateful for, you know, the opportunity to do this, for the audience that we've reached at at an international level, the fact that anybody listens to us and finds us, you know, hopefully entertaining, uh, but hopefully informative as well has been has been pretty tremendous. And it's interesting. You talked about your experience, you know, after you left the tech company and you were doing some teaching. I found myself kind of in this MarTech world, which for those of you that haven't heard the term MarTech, it's basically the infusion of technology in the marketing world. This has exploded over the last 10 years. And because of my experience on the website of things, I realized that I was kind of uniquely positioned to work in that environment better than others. So I ended up working with companies to merge their website and have all of the form data flow into their CRM, and to be able to track the actions that were happening so that they could better determine how their marketing efforts were impacting the business. And then once you have expertise doing that with one company, you have other companies and clients that sort of come out of the woodwork and and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody that can help with this. Do you know anybody? And it's like, well, yeah, actually, I can do that. And before you know it, I had an international client list of you know businesses that, to your point, right, different cultures, but all facing the same problems. They're all trying to figure out if I spend a certain amount on marketing, what sort of revenue is that going to generate for me? And how do I make sure to focus the advertising spend in the areas that are going to have the biggest impact on the business bottom line? And that's a passion for me. I would say if I had two passions in the business area. It's growth, it's helping businesses get off the ground and grow and achieve their dreams. And it's also the impact of culture. I love building teams and cultures that embrace each other and wanna succeed. And this podcast has really been a mechanism or a medium to be able to deliver that to others. And for that,
1: it's just been a blast. No, it has. And so if you've listened, you've heard, we've had a, a few people from around the world, not just in the United States, be guests on this a handful from Australia, big social media, uh, digital marketing presence in Australia. So I think that that's key. So we wanted to, to tap into that, but also we've had people and coming up too that have connections to uh, the UK, connections to South Africa and South Africa specifically, that's a country we've seen really grown here over the, uh, the second half of, of 2020. So we're really appreciative to our audience. And I was just checking because we love data and we think we like to speak to the data. So one of the things that I was just kind of looking through, we've had almost two thirds of our audience come from around the world, which is pretty impressive with a third and still our largest coming from the United States. When you hear topics that we talk about, we go through these little campaigns, you might notice, where we go break, really break down uh, content marketing. We break down the campaigns, the steps that's needed. Just so you know, we do practice what we preach. We listen to the data. We listen to some of your feedback that we have received on social media. We kind of explore it a little further. We break down and see what episodes that people are listening to. What is the percentage when they drop off? Do they listen to 90% of it? Some of you might only listen to 9% of an episode. We kind of look back. And we look at the the data and see where the engagement is, see what you can tell, what really you know resonated with the listeners. When we talk about marketing analytics, we do that with the show. And I think it's really important that not only, you know, we share with you a little bit about our story, how we met and, you know, how we kind of decided to come up with a podcast about it, but coming up with content ideas, it really does come from feedback. And again, the analytics, Google analytics, another one that we listen to for if you have a podcast and, and we know some of you are in the midst of launching podcasts or have already had podcasts out. One freebie that is out there is called Chartable, which is great. They have a premium version, but the free version does give you a lot. And it actually will tell you when people jump off at what percentage they're listening to. And so it's a tool like that, that we'll use and see the contents. Those that listen to hundred percent, we know, okay, let's, maybe we need to unpackage that a little bit more and dig deeper into those episodes. So This opportunity has been fantastic. Your feedback has been great that we have received. And we're definitely looking forward to uh, continuing this and going further. And, And I think when it comes to the holiday season, this is something that we wanted to share with the listeners because we are very grateful, very thankful for the audience participation, for our guests that have been on the show. And it's something that we wanted to take a moment and just thank you and give you a little insight into who we are.
0: Yes, truly. We are sincerely grateful and we love the feedback. So keep it coming. We've got some great stuff coming up in 2021. 2021 is going to be a big year. We'll have some big announcements coming out. We're going to be starting the month of January with Facebook month. We've got some fantastic guests for you that are going to get into the weeds. This is course level material that you're going to hear on this podcast that's going to give you some great strategies, but also some excellent takeaways for you
1: to be able to engage with your Facebook audience. And there'll be much more to come. And Chris, it wouldn't be a digital marketing happy hour if we didn't have a keep it light segment. So is there anything during this holiday season that you're binge watching, listening to?
0: It's important to keep with tradition and keep it light is now a tradition. Actually, I stumbled across a show on Netflix called Manhunt Deadly Games. It kept coming up and I kept ignoring it. And finally, I was like, oh, what the heck? I'll watch you know one episode and see how it goes. And I got hooked. I think I binge watched the whole thing in like two days. And if you're not familiar with it, it's basically the story of Eric Rudolph, who was the centennial bomber. He was the individual that left the bomb at the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta. And the show does a great job. You know, a lot of Hollywood drama is a part of it, but it does stay relatively factual in the way. Uh, Richard Jewell became a household name for uncovering the backpack and how he was later blamed for it, wrongly accused of planting the bomb, and just how miserable the media made his life and how, you know, just how poorly he was treated throughout all of this. And then, you know, the agents that eventually tracked down and found the real bomber. Really great story, Not not great in that it's comforting, but just an interesting story, another crime drama. But also interesting to get kind of a behind-the-scenes look of everything that went on. So I ended up getting getting hooked on that. And uh, you know what? If you're into that kind of thing, I highly recommend it. What about you, Ryan? What are you binge-watching or reading these days? So during
1: the uh, the season, starting you know at Thanksgiving time, uh, especially this year, I think we put our Christmas tree up probably the earliest ever that we did. And I think it was the weekend before Thanksgiving. And in USA, Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of November, which really does kick off Christmas season in the U.S been very festive in this house and so it's been watching a lot of the traditional Christmas movies that we you know like to whether it's Elf Christmas Vacation it goes on and on but they always come up with like a new one each year and so the two new ones that we watched was first Christmas Chronicles 2 which I thought was really good and the second one was Jingle Jangle which I actually really liked I would give that one, you know, a good B. And Christmas Chronicles 2, I liked it. That was just a, a nice heartfelt Christmas story. So, that is we've just been in on the holiday spirits and that is uh that's kind of what the family has uh, been binge watching this uh this holiday season. Very nice. You know, I had never
0: seen Elf before. I watched it for the first time this year. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? You've never seen
1: Elf before? I had until never 2020?
0: seen it before. Yeah, and this it this year I was finally pandemic.
1: like <laughs> It did. Oh there are so many great lines uh in that that are just used actually sometimes i'll use them all year round actually but what was preventing you from watching it um you know i'm not i
0: have not been a huge will ferrell fan he's done some great stuff but he's also done some clunkers too and so i was just like "Ah, christmas movie i don't know and everybody kept telling me you got to see it you got to see it and Finally, it was my uh, eight year old that was like, dad, I want to watch this movie. And so I was like, oh, all right, I'll give it a try. And and I have to admit, it was that scene with, uh, oh, I can't think of the actor's name, but he plays Tyrion Lannister. He's an angry elf. That was excellent.
1: <laughs> and he drops, kicks him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so many lines in that. It just that, that's classic. But uh, yeah, that was a that was a good one. So. There's no reason. Just Will Ferrell, huh? You're just not a huge Will Ferrell fan? Yeah. And I mean, Christmas movies, I guess
0: in my mind, there's a few classics and I tend to stick to those every year, you know, and just had never
1: given Elf a shot. And I'm glad I did. Do you like Christmas Vacation? Oh, of course. That's a classic. Oh, OK. It's Elf. Will Elf now be considered a Casale I, classic? I think
0: I will add it to the list. Yes. That along with like Home Alone. Like there's just certain ones you've got to check out
1: every year. All right. now, now, going back to Will Ferrell. They all haven't been great. There's no doubt about it. But did you like old school? Of course. Old school is a classic. Okay, just checking. Just checking. This might have been the last episode of the podcast ever. I'm just just checking. Depending on (laughs) your answer. That's the end of Chris and Ryan. We can no longer agree with that (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, everyone. And of course, we always love to hear from you. So please send us your feedback. Send us an email, podcast at araxum.com. That's podcast at araxam.com. You've definitely hit us up on social media. Don't stop. We love your feedback. We actually do take that feedback and incorporate it into the show. On social media, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, Ryan Smith FLA. On LinkedIn, the easiest way to find the one Ryan Smith out of the 50 million on there. Do Ryan Smith marketing, and you should find me.
0: And I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. On Twitter, you can find me under Real Chris Casale. That's R-E-A-L-C-H-R-I-S-C-A-S-A-L-E. And on LinkedIn, you can find me under my name, Chris Casale. You can also find me under Araxum and, of course, Digital Marketing Happy Hour. And if you haven't done so yet and you're getting value out of the podcast, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We hope it will enlighten your day. After all. It is our mom's favorite podcast. And on that note,
1: thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great day.
0: Thanks, everyone. Be kind to each other and happy holidays.
1: Thank you for listening to the Digital Marketing Happy Hour. This week's episode is brought to you by Araxum.com, your digital resource for marketing and technology. Visit Araxam at A-R-A-X-A-M dot com. The music intro you heard is called Pure Adrenaline by Eddie off the album Too Damn Loud. You can learn more at CactusSlimRecords.com. The music used for closing credits In My Pocket by Jazzer, you can find it on their album Message. Learn more at BetterWithMusic.com. Thank you for listening.